brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is Brandon Ayuk, and you're listening to Roster Wash. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined by Byron Lambert in this episode of the pod. We'll be the waiver wire edition for week five, and it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag, where if you deposit now at MyBookie.ag with promo code ROSTER, R-O-S-T-E-R, you will get a 100% deposit bonus, up to $1,000. Byron, if you have a $1,000 budget this week, are you going to spend it all on, on the waiver wire? What, what, do you, what do you think, man? What kind of week is this, brother? I would if I needed Josh Kelly and he was somehow still available. Yeah. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably not likely in super competitive leagues, but, uh, you know, per ownership, global ownership uh, percentages, like he's still out there in enough leagues that he had to make the sheet. He's just too too important of a player. Like, even though it, it may be um, – not a season long play. And I know that there's a little bit of concern that maybe Justin Jackson also bites into this. I mean, I, I just think that if you need running back help or you're desperate to spit fill like a flex spot with a really good player for the next four to six weeks, so you could try to win and stay competitive. I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's very close to potentially an all in move. I mean, I think you can kind of Hope you know you want to get him for as little as possible. You're gonna to have to understand the temperature of your league, but I mean Josh Kelly gonna pretty sure people are gonna blow their you know blow their free agent budget wads on him if he's still available this week. Josh Kelly shouldn't be available in in your league. <laughs> he should have been he should have been drafted, um, but it's just you know that just that just goes to show, man. That goes to show you know, what. Uh, what some league? What is he? How many leagues is he available in? Is he available? In, I mean, you do it on like four, four. Is it forty percent, something like that? Or did you, did you just want to get him on there just in case? Some of these leagues are smaller. Is that? The- yeah, and and I've been looking at ownership percentages from other platforms now too, and it's just there's a little bit of variance. And when there's a guy like this, that you know, even in some of these formats, are he's out there and you know, 35 for 40% of leagues in some formats just had to make sure he goes on. I I was curious about what you thought about the fact that Anthony Lynn is, well, for one, um, what do you think about the fact that, do you think Austin Eckler, how long is he out? Do you think? Cause it feels like he's probably, it's like, they talk about a hamstring tear, a significant sprain, all this stuff. Adam Schefter says like, you know, they're hoping they can get him back this year. 
and stuff. I think this could be kind of long-term deal for Eckler. And my question is, where does – I'm literally trying to look at the sheet. It's the first time I looked at it. Like, you, So you're not into Justin Jackson at all. Is that the deal? Or you just, you're just not into him? So, like, he had a, he had a, he had, he had a pretty good all-purpose skill set at, at Northwestern. Um, I just not, don't think you're bidding more than, like, kind of the, what I've set the minimum tier at this week on him. I mean, maybe maybe you can, but, I mean, he had, what, 20 yards last week? and 40% of snaps, though. Joshua Kelly fumbled yeah. twice. In a, he fumbled last week, and he fumbled this week. I'm looking at what um, I'm looking at what I, mean, I just see how many other players are available potentially at the position too, and just to me it's it's, it's you know if you want to if you want to go in a little more on Justin Jackson, I just say buyer beware. But you know I would get it. I think that's a guy that if you can, you play it prudent with. But um, if you're desperate, I would certainly understand. I, I I'm just looking. I pulled up my tran- my transcript here from the great PFWA writers that have the transcripts from at the combine. And my uh, question to Anthony Lynn about Justin Jackson, what he's seen from him, what he sees in the future. He says, Justin's a good one-two punch. Before Melvin came back, Justin was running the ball and doing a good job. He probably has the best instincts in the backfield right now. I have a lot of confidence in Justin. He's just got to stay healthy. And so, I mean, that's what they could tell us, right, with their mouths, right? Well, they told us with their actions, which was more important, is that they went and got Josh Kelly. <laughs> so it's like – played him, like – and he used – took that spot on the depth chart immediately yeah as a, it's the number 20 matchup of the week on the matchup tool at new orleans on the fast track and what projects to be a higher scoring game that feels like a josh kelly to me um more than it feels like a justin jackson okay well that's fair enough um i'm just i'm looking here and I'm beginning to wonder, like with Devontae Freeman, I want to look at his snap counts again and stuff. Well, are you like maybe this is the what this is the week because they're playing Dallas? They have Dallas, right? I think that's that's what I saw when I made the matchup tool. New York Giants, yeah, at Dallas. So really good matchup for quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. Dallas is so far not necessarily the best for opposing runners, but it's 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 middling. It's nothing that you would run away from. Um what is it about? What is it about Devonte? I mean, fifty-four percent. That offense is just so bad. It feels it's. It still feels to me like it's a three-headed monster. Are you? What? What kind of? What do you have to do to like to be able to go after Devonte Freeman? Um, I think there's some other guys in this tier. And as always, the tiers that Byron makes at the tiers, they have a salary. You're not a salary, but just a. Uh, like a what is it, Byron? A like a fab, like budget that you should spend on them, and some of these guys that are in the same tier as Devontae Freeman, I certainly like better. What is it that you like about Devontae though to have him in, in this in this tier? Is just because he's gonna have to eventually be the he's gonna have to eventually be the one there, and this offense has to eventually get better. The schedules have to eventually lighten up. That could start this week. I've already heard people you know, on Twitter talk about how this could be sort of a bounce back week for Daniel Jones, maybe a dude who you can stream. What do you think? What, what are your, what are your thoughts on Devontae Freeman now that he's a giant and sort of looking like he's, I mean, this committee was 54% Freeman, 31% uh, Deion Lewis and 15% Wayne Gallman last week. Yeah, that's, I mean, to me, we don't have to eventually have to wait for anything. Like pretty clear that Devontae Freeman already taken the lead. If you watch the game, he looked pretty good. We'll see how long he can have that much 
pop to his step, but he like definitely looked like the better player. And pretty obvious that it's headed towards him being the lead, the lead guy, Alex. So I think these other guys are no good. Dion Lewis got the snap count, but only three touches. They don't, he's, he's totally faded. He's totally faded. And I mean, we know what Gallman is at this point. I mean, he's, he's just a utility player. They put, he's an ancillary player. They put in, when they need to. He got a few more touches, but 15% snap count. So I think it's hard to make an argument that either Deion Lewis or Wayne Gallman are relevant at this point. And like you said, we get a little relief on the schedule this week uh, against Dallas. And I just think Freeman looks pretty good. And I mean, people need, people need running backs, man. I mean, Nick Chubb just went down. Austin Eckler went down. I mean, the whole, all the running backs have just been blown the hell up, man. So I think it's going to force people to look at Devonte Freeman. I mean, we were people look people went in real strong on Freeman a couple of weeks. Oh ago. yeah, but I get it. I mean, I thought he was worth like a fifty percent budget bid whenever he, you know. But it's just like he's like the offense has been so much worse. He had, he he actually it was this was the first week that he actually started to look kind of good, and where he sort of separated himself. I'm like, oh, all right, that kind of reminds me of the old free, right? So I think it's fine. I just you know I was just, I was just I was just I was curious about just how you were valuing him, and you know. If you like, you know, why you put him in? Because here's the thing: I'm. Do you know what I find interesting? I think Nick Chubb's going to be out for like six weeks, and I think the with the, uh, I, I haven't, I haven't, I, I don't have this. Let me just pull the snap counts up so I can just look and see what Dearness Johnson had here this week. Um, tw- only twenty three percent of snaps, but ninety five yards on thirteen touches. Now that could have had to do with the fact you know they're playing. Playing Dallas, which is the matchup that we were talking about earlier for Devontae Freeman this next week. Do you um, did you take into consideration for that that Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, he's got, he he was questionable coming into that game last week and he looked fine, but I think that was a was that a hamstring or a groin? It was one of the two, and those are the kinds of things that they definitely spell these guys with. We've seen this Stefanski even when he has um, two players who are. Um, like take Dalvin and Madison, right? Even when there was one player like Madison, who's clearly nowhere near as good as Dalvin, he still had two guys running it, right? He still, like Madison would still get in there. He, was, he, he, he would still get action. I think Dearness Johnson could sort of be, you know, have a Madison kind of maybe plus role if, if Kareem Hunt's a little bit banged up during this time. And then you, we know that that's a team that really wants to run. And boy, if anything were to happen to Kareem Hunt, <laughs> you know what I mean? If anything were to happen to Hunt, then all of a sudden it's just it's just wheel it's just Yossi it's it's wheels up with with Dearness Johnson. What do you what do you have on him? Well, I think it's already impressive that Dearness Johnson you know makes one of the highest tiers on the sheet. And like you said, like it's a tier, so people have some liberty to sort through these as they'd like. I mean, that's what the tier is supposed to indicate. You know, I my feeling, Alex is everything you said makes sense and is possibly true. And that's why this is the first time in our lives that we've ever seen Dearness Johnson this high on the waiver wire cheat sheet. Um, (laughs) It's the first time I've ever seen him on the cheat sheet. I I think if you look at the other guys in that area of the sheet, it's just, you know, he's a lesser known commodity than those other fellas. Right. But you have some latitude there. If that's, if that's your guy or like, dude, if you're a cream hunt owner or something, I mean, I get it. I, th- I, I thought it was already, uh, 
I, I, I had a lot of fun pushing him up this high. We have a couple. Uh, just, hey, what's up to everybody in the chat? Ronald Martinez, Alja, John Ryan, uh, Revise. Um, just these guys are asking a couple questions. They have trade questions. And the, I don't want to get too off track, but these are going to be easy ones to answer. This guy's talking about – and you. This, this is something – I can't wait to hear your take on on Jonathan Taylor for the for the trade cast, Byron. But um, he's asking he would give up Jonathan Taylor and get back Eckler, Kelly, and Edmonds. Thoughts? Um, there, I think it's a. I, there, there's no way. I, I like Kelly as much or more than Taylor. Really? You like Kelly yeah. as, as much? Or, no, I, I I I I would not give up JT for that. A hurt Austin Eckler. Well, if you're a winning team, it depends on this guy's record. If he's like a – I wouldn't do it if I was a losing team. I probably wouldn't even do it if I was a marginally, you know, winning team. I th- Probably if I'm undefeated, maybe if I'm 3-1, and one, dude. If I'm 3-1, and one, I think I have a good team. I mean, Jonathan – I know you love Jonathan Taylor. We both liked him pre-draft, but it, it hadn't been – you're not blown away by what's happened so far this season. That doesn't mean that it's not promising as we look ahead for him, but, I mean, I think things are pretty promising looking ahead for Josh Kelly – I guess the problem you have on your hands then is then you end up with Kelly and Eckler at the end in a, of the season. What do you, what what are you going to do when you have those two? I mean, that's that's the question. But uh, if Eckler were to resume what he was doing the last few weeks when you got him back, then I don't I don't know. I, if you're getting Chargers running game instead of Jay, Jay Taylor, and then who was he getting Edmonds and Ed, Edmonds and one one other player, right? Kelly Edmonds in the Chargers running game or. Ke- Eckler, yeah. Eckler, Kelly, Edmonds for JT. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Edmonds moved the needle enough to do it. So yeah, I think you got to get better, somebody better than Edmonds to do that deal. But if you can, and it's some, and you're going to actually start that player, and you, it's going to make you your starting lineup more competitive this week and beyond, then I think that's actually fine. But you got to get somebody more relevant than Edmonds. All right, this is getting cockamamie, man. We're getting too many trade questions, but we'll just answer the ones that I should I trade away McKinnon with yes, you should you, you should you should trade away McKinnon. Uh, but listen to the trade cast for how to do it. Um and this is Rafa Gonzalez is saying should he trade away Gallup for AJ Brown? I would trade away Gallup for AJ Brown. I can't trust Michael Gallup week to week. Once AJ Brown gets back, you know, I'll have him locked in as a wide receiver two slash wide receiver I'm surprised three. That's really even available. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't that's, a, that's a rare, like same intra position trade that makes yep. sense because it's, you know, appears to be a clear winner. Um, I'm, I am, do you know what? I am flabbergasted that, that speaking of Chase Edmonds, that you don't, that he's not up in the, he's not up in the same tier as Dearness Johnson. Like I'm, 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 I'm gobsmacked. I'm flabbergasted. I'm uh, what's in? I don't know. You I'm can kidding. go ahead and pay all the way up for Chase Edmonds if you'd like. I mean, you can make definitely make an argument for that. You know, I don't know what to expect out of that running game. So, is Drake still hurt? What is wrong with him? My wife is mad at me for making her draft him in the second. I'm round. mad at. I'm mad about it too, man. I'm yeah. mad about it too. You start to think like. You know, you're trying not to go crazy and break ADPs, but that's one of those ones. Where a I player I've it. always hated. I've always hated yeah, Kenyon Drake. Projection it's in that like, offense. And fortunately, the only thing that's made that any better is that all the other guys in that round got injured. So, I mean, it's like nobody's really had great luck outside of the Aaron Jones 
owners. I think you can make a minor argument. If you got Miles Sanders, obviously, I think you're feeling good looking forward. That hadn't been great. If you got Carson around three, that feels good. But otherwise, dude, that everything from kind of mid first round through into second round running back has if not been a disaster overall, been kind it's, of lacking. It's been it's been a it's been a minefield to navigate. I mean, even Derrick Henry with losing this early game and that kind of th- you know mixing. We had to wait for the explosion that we called. I'm sure you'll talk about what to, what you're planning on doing with him in the trade cast. Um, but I just I think that Edmonds. I I I gotta own I gotta own Chase Edmonds. So I I, I like him. Uh, just was as anybody listening to this as a supplement to the. Uh, to the cheat sheet over at rosterwatch.com just on the ticker article like i've i would have edmonds up Are you higher him more than 10 percent for chase edmonds and mm-hmm. what's your intention is it because you're a drake owner or is it because you think no you flex chase edmonds i don't i don't th- i don't think i want him if i'm a drake owner so it's just this is a stash just to see what mm-hmm. i think he, i i just I think so i just think I he get might. it I think he might pay too much for those guys, but if you love him and you have a hunch, I think that's fine. One guy that I would get, the one guy that I would definitely pay more than, I mean, I think Chase Edmonds, I'd go like 15, 20%, something like that. So maybe not in, I don't know. His own tier for him, you know what I mean? (laughs) I got it. But I mean, I I, I would not have him in the same tier as Damian Harris. What what did you just think about the way that he looked last night? And how much did you love having a double header last night? I wish they had that every Monday. It'd be sick. uh that's a long Monday night it was enjoyable for sure this week um I think the key is that you got to get an early start on the first game you know kind of like week one we've seen that over the years where they have the Monday night doubleheader I thought Harold's looks good I don't you know I don't we'll see I think he looks just exactly like I thought he looked coming out of college and exactly what I thought he looked like when I was at training camp a good young player with a good amount of juice that has the three down chops and um you know I don't I don't know if he's a transcendent talent, but sometimes, man, some of these guys like the sum of their parts when they actually get the opportunity on NFL team is more than like, you know, as you assess their individual qualities. He, he could be one of those guys. You know, my, my inclination is that he looks like a good young player, but, I, you know, I'm not ready to say he's, you know, looks like some elite prospect or anything like that. But, you know, clearly an exciting guy and a guy that's lived down in the bottom tier of the waiver wire cheat sheet for – multiple weeks now uh, i told you to get on damian harris a couple of weeks ago alex agreed and also said the sneaky guy was miles gaskin and i think pretty quickly this you guys have seen unfold here exactly what we've taught you from the outside of the season is that your best strategy is to farm the guys from the bottom of this sheet while preserving your free agent budget and just groom these guys because a lot of them are going to break out be breakout players that become far more valuable in a short amount of time on waivers. And then, you know, thereby in, in trades as well. I mean, now Damian Harris is all of a sudden like, dude, that's an enticing trade piece. If you wanted to put a deal together for some reason, you know, shipping him out. So even on that front, this makes all makes a big difference. It's interesting to see Zach Moss on, on here. Is is he available in that many leagues? He sure isn't available in any league that I'm in. And he was looking good. And he's a guy that they seem to have plans for another guy that the team has plans for. And I just, I, I, just kind of see there. I kind of see him being a little bit. Di- explain to me what you think. Just tell me about Moss and explain to me what you think the difference is right now between wanting to own Malcolm Brown and wanting to own Cam Akers as far as the Rams backfield. I just think Malcolm Brown has a clear role, and you're betting more on the come with Akers, which I think is far from clear with the way that Sean McVay is going 
you know, appears to be handling thing and has, and, and has had a little bit of hand, th- you know, uh, um, ex- uh, a little bit of history handling things in recent years at the running back position. So uh, to me, Brown is higher priority because he's in there and producing now, and he seems to be pretty much part of the game plan every week. You know, we'll see what happens when all three guys are, are healthy. I think acres is just more of a stash, like obviously a, a more upside stash so i you know like i said we i'd rather go after the guys on the bottom so if i don't need malcolm brown um if he's not available in my league like i'm i'm more excited about maybe grabbing cam Akers for a lower priority or for less free agent budget there there uh, there are a couple of these other guys that like anybody that you wanted to hit on hit on specifically at the running back before we move on to wide out no i no, I think there's like a lot of guys on there. I mean, we, our guy Keyshawn Vaughn is down there uh, at the very bottom. And I think he's a guy that probably isn't going to amount to much with Fournette returning. But somehow Fournette ends up being an injury liability this year. I think we will see Vaughn, you know, get a chance. And I mean, they already got him pretty involved. I was surprised how much they got him involved in kind of key situations right out of the bat. So, yeah. That's maybe a guy down the list to keep an eye out for. If if you guys in chat have any questions about players you should be dropping for some of these guys, you can load them up in the chat. And I have some that I've written down. I will add them to my list, and we will get to those uh, at the very end of the podcast. Um, before we do that, though, let me let me tell you about my bookie. It's it's fall, and in my bookie, that can only mean one thing: it's winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, Survivor, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. Bet NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, and then some. The craziest sports fall of your lifetime is here. It's simple: make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition. Select from hundreds of future bets, or you can bet home games in real time with MyBookie.ag's live betting. Put that big brain of yours to good use. Use promo code ROSTER, R-O-S-T-E-R, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Then again, the offer is new customers receive 100% deposit match. So that means double your deposit up to $1,000. So if you put in $100, you get an extra $100 to play with. Only at my bookie using promo code ROSTER. Okay. Uh, let's get to the wide receiver position here. And at the very top of the sheet, I, I, I had to pull up that read. So I don't have the top of the sheet pulled up. I'm going to – is T. Higgins at the top of the sheet? He's, it's he got to be T. Higgins. And, and actually, after this sheet was created, there's been a little bit of news come in about LaVisca Chenault, who's right up there, too, that he's got maybe potentially a little bit of a hamstring injury. So something to watch out for if you're looking at going in on him up on this top tier. Obviously, he's lived at the top of the sheet for multiple weeks now. I think you guys saw last week, you know, this this last week uh, exactly why he looks you know, really good there. Um, I think even if he has any kind of hamstring injury, and if it's not too too severe, I think he's just still an important pickup on the season. He should be good, you know, over you know over the season as long as he returns to health, you know, quickly. But that's I mean, a little note of some information that's kind of rolled in here, Alex, since we posted the sheet. Are these Saints guys really of the same priority of a Lavisca Chenault, a T Higgins, or a Brandon Ayuk? Just because once once Michael Thomas gets back, those those guys are all getting vaporized. 
just going straight to straight to the trash heap, right back out the window. Right? Don't you think? Yeah, probably so. Okay. Probably so, so. Yeah, I think that I, I think more probably. I mean, pretty relevant this last week. So we'll just assuming Thomas is back. I think if he for some reason he's not back, then I think you could look at both those guys as a key play this week if you're in a pinch. With um with uh some of these players a little bit lower down, I find interesting. It's funny that some of these guys are some of these guys are circulating kind of they come in, you know, off and onto the sheet or they they become available due to ownership and stuff like that. And all of a sudden we were talking last week about a Henry Ruggs. Well, could, you know, could you drop Henry Ruggs for a T Higgins or something like that? And we're just like, oh, probably at this point you could. Um, now you have guys like that back here on the sheet. I noticed Scotty Miller. It feels like, it doesn't seem like Tom Brady kind of likes that dude. And if Godwin stays banged up, I think that I, I think that he's, he's kind of an interesting Interesting pickup. Who does Tampa Bay have this week? I think I remember thinking about some, seeing his price somewhere. Chicago, uh, Chicago this week. Oh, so that uh, that probably that probably wasn't it. Um, it. I mean, what about the wide receivers? Do any seem? I think to me, it's those rookies, man. It's Ayuk, it's Higgins, it is Lavisca, and Lavisca this week gets to come back to Texas to play Houston, who was just gonna. I mean. That is a that is a terrific matchup for the wide receiver that's not because Byron, you and I talked about Bradley Roby on the um, on the radio show. Who did who did Houston play this last week that got him that got him fired? They got Bill O'Brien fired. The Vikings. My brain's so 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 far. Yeah, and we said, you know, it could be another Justin Jefferson game because could because you know they've been playing Thielen outside so much. Uh, Chad Beebe in the slot. Maybe we'll get Bradley Roby on Thielen. Maybe we'll get more Justin Jefferson. It could be that same sort of scenario this week, like the opposite Bradley Roby deal with LaVisca Chanel. So I think that just for the matchup this week, but we'll have to keep an eye on that hamstring or whatever it is that you said if you popped up right before we kind of came live here on the um, on the waiver wire stream. And, uh, you know, a really good way to be able to get that news and those notifications, even, you know, here during this is if you have the Fantasy Life app, I'm sure that – I'm sure that – um there will be a notification from there. But one of the smartest things you can do is download the Fantasy Life app. It's a free app. We use them for news alerts and for the community. The Fantasy Life app sends breaking news alerts faster than anyone else. They monitor thousands of reporters so you don't have to and send important news as it breaks. You never miss an irrelevant injury trade or other update. The Fantasy Life app also has in-depth reports and on-demand advice from a massive community. Download the Fantasy Life app for iOS and iOS or Android at fantasylifeapp.com. Or just on your phone, just search Fantasy Life in the App Store. That's what I did. I love the Fantasy Life app. Uh, we were doing some work with them. Byron said you should go download the app. I'm like, I'm not going to go download some goddamn app. I'm just not going to, you know, I, I have enough apps. I don't need it. I don't want to drag it down my phone, uh, my speed. I don't want to, I don't want a bunch of, I don't want to add an app. I, I, it, my phone looks messy enough as it is. I love the Fantasy Life app. And so, Look, you guys should go give it a try. If you don't like it, it's, it's, I mean, it's like Matt Berry says: if you don't like it, it's it's free. Just just delete it. But you know, you're you're gonna you're, you're gonna like it. So go go get the Fantasy Life app. Anything else to say about these wide receivers, Byron? Um, people can go and they can see the. It's a deep sheet this week, um, and it's kind of a weird week in that you know you're you're gonna have to break the bank for Josh Kelly. And there are a couple of these running backs in my estimation, Damian Harris, most of all that you can really 
make a sturdy, sturdy bid on. I think that at the wide receiver spot, to me, it's T, dude, T. Higgins looks good. And A.J. Green, look, actually, I'm going to add him to this list. What the fuck do you do with, a, with A.J. Green? But um, A.J. Green looks terrible and washed. It's what you talked about during the time when we were talking about the dynasty draft cheat sheet all the time after T. Higgins got drafted to the same team as Joe Burrow. You said, look, we need to make sure that we're high on Higgins. Um, even if we weren't as high on him as a prospect as others were, you were just super high on that situation and thought that it had to coalesce in some, some way. It feels like it's coalescing now with Higgins. It feels like that is the – it does. Doesn't it feel like Andy Dalton and A.J. Green? It feels like that to me. So yeah, he looks and he looks good. I think the coaches know it, and you know the sc- internal scouting staff knows it, and Burrow knows it. So that's uh, that's a connection you like to see. Yeah, I noticed that you. Um, there's one guy on here that I'll talk to. You, uh, let's see. No, it looks like you have him on there. He's just he's just super super low. I would have expected him a little bit higher. I would have had probably had. A little higher here, but other than that, I think that these are these are all excellent pickups. You can go find it over at rosterwatch.com. Okay, what about here's here's my thing. I think that Dalton Schultz and Robert Tanyan both you can go up to like 15 or 20 percent budget for if you need a tight end. Tight end is so bad, and Dalton Schultz looks like I think with Tanyan, it could be what's that word that you say, Byron, when it's like a uh, it's like a thermal. What is it? Ephemeral. Ephemeral. It feels like we had the ephemeral, uh, the ephemeral Robert Tanyan experience last night. Uh, yes, yes, he, yes. Jack Koff. He did. He did. What's uh, that guy's name? His name's Jack Koff. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, ju- yes. Ke- uh-huh. Kelly did fumble. He, he's, he's, he's fumbled for two weeks in a row. So that's what I was mentioning to Byron. I, I think that Justin Jackson, if you could put in a small bid for him and nobody's going to be interested in your league, like, I'll be I'll be putting in bids and a waiver priority for Justin Jackson and some of my leagues where I'm I'm hard up at, at 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 running back because Josh Kelly just is simply is 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 not available. It felt like the 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 ephemeral Robert Tanyan. It feels like that was very ephemeral. It feels like that doesn't happen if 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 Devontae Adams is there. But I did start him in my tight end premium dynasty league last night when I was down like 32 points, and I can't imagine the way that poor bastard that I went against felt. After that, guys just slams a forty ball down on the table. Just un- oh, after just- you played Burkhead last week, man, you're on a roll with those. Oh no, and I, I, and I and I played Chase, and I started Chase Edmonds this week in that in that same league I played Burkhead last week. Well, sometimes so, it's hey, it's the trash man rule. You're liberated. You're yeah. liberated when you've got to just, uh, you know, you're free to make whatever moves you you kind of are forced to. You know, sometimes it's. It really works out, you know, jamming the same guys in you feel married to every week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like a real trash man, but that's just how injuries have gone in that, in that one league this season. And, you know, even once I get these guys back, I don't like, like I've had injuries to two, no one wants to hear about my team, but even once I get Le'Veon Bell back, I, I, I don't even want to play him, you know, but you end up getting that asshole in the fifth or sixth round. And it's like our boy, the Podfather says, man, the, the classic value trap. That's what that was with me and Le'Veon Bell. Dalton Schultz, though, does not feel ephemeral to me. He feels like a rock-solid pickup in a bad, bad year for tight ends. That's going to be a bad defense all year long. Prescott's connected with him. I think if I needed a tight end, I would make an aggressive play this week for Dalton Schultz. And, I'm, and I know that you always say that, you know, part of the cheat sheet, part of using – I mean, your, your waiver and your, your bid instructions are just a sort of a base to start from. It's like if you need him worse than what you're saying to bid on him for – 
you can you can go up from from from, from that level, correct? I mean, I think there could be, you know, yeah, I think they could get a small bump. In theory, there could be, I think it's pretty evident here, the kind of the range of bids that we're showing for these guys, if you look at the recommendation on the uh, side of the sheet over here. But, I mean, I, I suppose there could be just a totally its own tier for maybe Schultz and Tanya. New Orleans receivers and Sandy yeah. Watkins and maybe, you know, the Adrian Petersons, Malcolm Browns. You get your Tanyans and Schultz up there, you know. It's hard not to have Tanyan up there real high after the monster and a good snap count and Aaron Rodgers just looking awesome, but it is a bye week for the Packers. And I do agree. I think Schultz feels rock solid on the season. Yeah. I, t- I totally, uh, I totally agree. We have, uh, Oh shit. A bunch of new people in the chat. This guy, Victor Rogers, he's saying that he loves the fantasy life app. He says that world of worlds was dope, but the fantasy one is kind of better. Uh, yes, he did fumble on the, the goal line. These people are asking Tanyan over Hurst. Would you have Hayden Hurst over Tanyan if he was available? Maybe. Probably. I'd probably have. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. This guy's asking if Kelly's worth his number one waiver priority. Of, of, of course, he's worth your number one waiver priority. Okay, um, that's in. That's in. Of course, I. I kind of said it under my breath because I just felt like, yeah. If you've listened to the show, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's worth. He's worth a lot of fab money. He's certainly worth a number number one waiver priority. He's the he's the priority pickup of the week. Anything about quarterbacks or defenses before we talk about some of these guys that whether or not you would drop, et cetera? I think you got a fair amount of decent quarterback options this week. I mean, just overall as a fan and a scout, super impressed with Herbert and the Chargers. I mean, that kid looks like a franchise changer, so not so much a fantasy comment there. But um, he how, did, did. Did you expect this in your wildest dreams? In your wildest dreams, expect, it's hard to say you expect this because he looks unbelievable. But I'm not surprised by it, dude. He was good at the Senior Bowl. They targeted him. He's a big kid that looks good, can move around, strong arm. I mean. Dude, he's right in there with the, you know, you know, we've seen all these guys. I mean, we've seen there's been the the Carson Wentz and the Drew Locke and the Josh Allen. And, you know, I think he's 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 kind of in that group. And I mean, he's actually coming out hotter than any of them. So I, I thought he had a good senior bowl. And I think the Chargers have this is a franchise changer for them. What a senior bowl of running backs. You, you you said it the other day on the show, but what was it? Gibson, Antonio Gibson, Joshua Kelly. There was another one. Keyshawn Vaughn. Eno Keyshawn Benjamin. Vaughn. Yeah, Eno too. So yeah, it was a it was a that was a damn good one for sure. Um I forgot in this. I'm so I'm looking over some stuff in this league. If you guys have questions in chat about players, I asked a little bit earlier, but it looks like there's some new viewers. If you have questions about players, you should be dropping or players you were considering dropping. You can go ahead and put those in now and we will answer those questions uh, here as we get to this segment, which is just um, whether or not I can drop these assholes. So let's just start with Byron. What do you think now that he's back? Can you drop Duke Johnson? If you Yes, you can drop him for any reason if you need to, but especially if you're not a David Johnson owner. I mean, I think you think twice about it if you own David Johnson, but definitely not a must-hold. This guy's asking in the in the comment section about dropping Matt Ryan for one of these hot quarterbacks like a Justin Herbert. I would not do that. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they're, shooting, they're playing in shootouts, man. Sony Michelle to the to the to, to to the dumpster with him. Are you holding out hope for you know if he can come back after three weeks, or is it just not worth it at this point? What are you hoping for? I don't know what you're holding out hope for. I mean, you're holding out hope that, I mean, yeah, I, I think you can drop him if you need to. I mean, truthfully, who are you gonna? Can you trade him? I don't know. Probably not. So no, you can trade Sony Michelle. Can't can't, can't keep get Byron. Byron. Can you, can Byron. you trade him to the Damian Harris owner or Try, something like that? No. Picture you picture you putting together a picture putting together a Sony Michelle trade in any yeah, league you that you play in. That's what I'm saying. This is this oh, is a good one. This is a good. This is a good one, man. Brett Brett Forsyth. I had this guy on 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 my list. His peripherals are terrible. Can you drop Tyler Higby? Tight end's bad. I he has big blow-up potential. For, maybe for Schultz or Gronkowski or, you know, like you said, Hurst or Tanyan, if those guys are available. Hold on. He's hey. asking, is Will Fuller worth an ad now that Bill O'Brien – if Will Fuller is available in your league, you need to pick him up. That's an instant wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Yes, he's not always worth an ad. He's worth he's worth going out and trading Car for. Wheels. Yeah, run to the computer. Yeah, yeah, pick up Will Fuller yeah, for sure. Up. Yeah. Um, okay. Were you going to finish something about that? Or had, uh, I was just going to say, I think Gronk is another guy here. It'll be just interesting to see oh, how yeah. relevant he can become in the post OJ Howard. I mean, you keep saying how thin tight end is. I think he's actually a, you know, a sneaky option that's going to help here too. What about AJ Green? I think you can drop him if you have to. Even though he's like one of the league leaders in air yards and all this stuff, those like those air yards aren't those those air yards and those end zone targets. Which he also, I, I, I was listening to Ratcliffe on SiriusXM. I think Ratcliffe said that he and I, I could go check. I just I I or I haven't looked at our reports that come through at like one o'clock on Tuesdays for the what is it the uh, the red zone and the end zone target stuff. But um, he said that AJ Green's tied in the lead for end zone targets too. I think you. I think you might hold on to AJ Green and just, just, just. Yeah, see. I mean, I think you try to hold him if you can, but if you, if you can't, then I don't think you have to. He's a guy that would be interesting. Like, I would be surprised if he got traded during the season. I'd like to see maybe somebody like Houston trade for AJ Green. He, get him out of Cincinnati. I mean, it's overkill for them at this point. He's not the future. Do you think? Um, there's people in the there's people in the chat just asking about where you are on Alshon Jeffery. Uh, he's on the cheat sheet. You can go check and see where Byron has him. Um, I think that that sounds like a kind of a, you know I'm never interested in drafting Alshon Jeffery, but if I needed a wide receiver bat, I see that as an interesting little midseason pickup, considering the you know the lack of anything else they have out there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm always afraid to get him up too high on any of our products because I know that uh, you can't stand it. But um, I think Alshon <laughs> is a very, very viable guy to look at. You know, adding it as, as a stash at this. Yeah, point. I think that's an. I, th- I think that's an issue. I think that's an interesting little pickup. If Alshon's healthy, it's like that's an interesting little pickup uh, for sure. Um, somebody's asking about somebody who else I was going to ask you about. What about Marvin Jones? Drop him. How? I mean, how can you keep him in? good conscience at this point if you need to make a pickup he's been terrible all right what about mark he wasn't really good last year either i mean so what about 30 percent snap count mark ingram 
I don't think you can drop Mark Ingram or you what shouldn't is, drop. I mean, maybe in like an eight team league or something, but I, I can't imagine dropping Mark Ingram. What about JK Dobbins? What if he's like the, what if, what if, what if, what if you needed to drop him to get Joshua Kelly? I would try and drop a backup quarterback or a backup tight end or something first, but let's just say that it was a short bench and JK Dobbins is your worst running back and your worst wide receiver was somebody like a LaVisca Chenault or something like that. I mean, I want to stash him as least as much as I want to stash AJ Green. So I think it just depends on your situation. You know, I mean, what I've been preaching is if you own those guys and you can't afford the stash, then like, you know, see if you can trade them to the Mark Ingram owner. You know, if you own some of these other, you know, backup running backs that retain some value and you can't roster them any longer before you just flat out drop them, see if you can trade them to the owner in your league who, you know, rosters the principal running back in that situation. You know, I think that's at least that's that's due diligence. You, you guys in chat have some good ones, man. They're better than the ones that I came up with. That's why I know why you have some good ones is because that's what you're thinking. You're thinking about who, who you're dropping on your own teams right now, getting getting ready to put your waivers in. What about Fournette? I'm, there's no way, right? You can't drop Fournette. Try not to drop Fournette. It's try not to try not to drop Fournette. It's you been, drop him and you just drop him and Ronald Jones gets hurt this week and you'll blow a gas. These people are asking about Antonio Brown. I have absolutely no I have no like I have no interest in anything Antonio Brown. I think he's just a you'll you'll pick him up this week and you're fucking dropping first thing next week and you will have wasted the roster spot. Um what about what about Anthony Miller? He's been cucked. A, a golden son has been cucked. He's been cucked. That's what it looks like. If you he's been cucked by Mooney. He just has in a one in a one game sample. He has. Did they, I, I didn't look if that happened at the end of week three when Foles came in or not. I mean, clearly it happened this week. Um, yeah, so I I think it's definitely makes him a droppable player. Um, yeah, for sure. Meth Hendricks. In a deep league, like you could, you know, if you're got nothing but scraps on your waiver wire, like he's he's a guy in a 14 or 16 team league that could be still rostered. Meth Henderson asking if this is the smallest spark of hope for AJ Green. It's just just you can after the podcast or after the show or the pod, however you're listening. I guess you're watching on YouTube, but just rewind a little bit. We talked all about whether or not we have a, a about about the size of our spark of hope for AJ Green. There is a spark. It's beginning to dwindle. Um, Jeff Wilson, drop. I think so. I mean. Frank Gore. I'd drop him. I mean, those guys stink, man. I mean, you get lucky if you need them and you're desperate. You know, it's just you got to get really lucky for those guys to do anything for you. Tony Pollard, if you're not a scaredy cat Zeke owner that has to have him. I'm a Zeke owner. I won't drop him, but yeah, if you don't own Zeke, then if you as a as a Zeke owner, do you want if somebody sends you a trade for, say, like I don't know, uh, somebody sends you a trade like DJ Moore and Tony Pollard for I don't know, I don't know, Allen Robinson or something like that? Would you take the deal? One of your would consolidation I, trades. Would I take DJ Moore and Tony Pollard if I owned Zeke and I had Allen Robinson? Yeah. Are you saying that we'll go in the other direction? 
I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it's like I'm trying to give the people something where it's like if you have Tony Pollard, maybe don't. Yeah, I think don't he's a value. Throw him away. He's the Zeke owner. It's just what I said about these other guys. He's that's the only person right. in your league. Find the Zeke owner and see if you can make make that make that kind I of mean, trade. Like DJ DJ I'm Moore, by the way, has been cucked. Speaking of guys who've been cucked, what I would say about what's funny is Trash Band acknowledged that two weeks ago. He's far ahead of so many people. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah. Anyways. All right. Just a few more. Um, so I asked. Uh, I was about- going to say on the Pollard thing. So, like for instance, with somebody like Zeke. You're going to have to get, you know, you're going to have to give up two good players to get Zeke. Or if you're giving up Zeke, you should be getting two good players in return. Guys, you feel good about that. You think you can start. And to me, like if you're trying to send somebody, you know, maybe two of those players you think you're selling a little high on and maybe it's a little bit marginal for Zeke, like maybe throwing Pollard into it, you know, that like probably puts it, maybe you could put something that I think could put a deal over the top. Right, but I think, then, or, it's a, or if you're doing for course, something, somebody le, some something lesser, you know, if you're doing something lesser at the bottom of your roster, then I think it's enough. To, like you throw in a Pollard and you get the guy back in return. That's going to be a nice flex or wide receiver too. Well, that's what I was saying, but I I, I wasn't saying tr- I'm trading for Zeke. I'm saying I'm going to the Zeke owner who might want Pollard, and uh, and and I'm saying since that person values Pollard the most, I'm going to find him. I'm going to see if there's a player who I like slightly better than one of my players that's on that guy's roster. And I'm going to send the player that I like slightly less plus Tony Pollard to him for the player that I like more. I'm going to open up a slot. I'm going to backfill it with one of these guys at the very bottom of the cheat sheet. Byron calls it a consolidation trade. Okay. um, Drew Sample, can he be dropped yet? What about KJ Hamler? I think Sample can be dropped if you need to drop him. Depends on your tight end situation and what your wire looks like. And then Hamler, what's Hamler? It's kind of a stash, right? I mean, you kind of like him when and if Locke gets back in the fold, but I don't think you can really – you're not expecting a whole lot of K.J. Hamler at this point. What about good old Mr. Mr. Concussion-prone goose egg himself, your very favorite, your dearest, most special, Brandon Cooks? I think he can be dropped if he needs to be. Um yeah, I, I, you kind of hate doing it. To me, it's a little bit like AJ Green. I'd kind of rather just leave him at the bottom. And you know, if you, I think at some point, if you have to put him in, it's like not the worst guy to put in just based on the situation. But um, I, you know, it's certainly understandable if you need to drop Brandon Cooks.
you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 